hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. Well, do you ever have a a weekend where you look back and you reflect and you go, I don't think I ate a single healthy thing this entire weekend. Oh baby. Oh Absolutely. baby. That oh, was, you mean this weekend? That was that was me this weekend. A hundred percent. Yeah, both of us, baby. Both of us. <laughs> All right, we gotta we gotta run through our rap sheets then. For me, mm-hmm. Friday night starting off strong, takeout pad tie. Not healthy. Mm, yeah. Oils yep, yep, yep. basically just oil soaked noodles. Very, very mm-hmm. tasty. Not good. For Very you. delicious. Saturday yeah. morning, boom, starting off the day right. Waffles. Let's get it. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that was actually <laughs> a great beginning to a day. Very good. Later that day, I was driving home from something or other, and I had it. I had an urge. I had a hankering for mm. just the shittiest Chinese food imaginable. I was like, <laughs> get me, <laughs> no, get I... me up in some orange chicken right now. Mm, get me I was up gonna in say, there. Sp- Specifically, orange chicken is the perfect because it is somehow 50% breading, 50% chicken. Yeah. (laughs) Chicken is already of questionable quality. Absolutely. So so we found, my girlfriend and I found just some random Chinese buffet for dinner and went and ate Mm -hmm. ate, ate a lot, like a a gross amount, as you do. I'm going to ask, so she was on board. She wasn't like hanging on to the side. No, no, no. (laughs) I came home and suggested this and she was like... Yeah, sounds great. Let's do it. <laughs> she was just very <laughs> nonplussed about the whole situation. I, I will say that I feel like your girlfriend would maybe just go along with it. But then I think she would have oh, her man. reservations in the back of her head. Though. I mean, I listen, like we're not touching would... we're not touching any of the seafood options. Okay. All right. We're not getting near that seafood section. Sidebar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This place was a buffet, was unlimited, and they did have like crab and crawfish Ooh, and stuff. Legs? And uh, crab legs and crawfish. Yeah. And and there were many folks at that place who had an a he I would say heaping heaping mm-hmm. mound of crab and were devouring it, <laughs> no utensils, just their raw ass hands in this in this oh, like absolutely. dimly lit Chinese buffet restaurant. That was I was like looking around. I was like, you guys, you guys trust. This is why Iampoison.com exists. You people <laughs> are fucking pushing fate. Oh no, that's a that's a trope in uh, in buffets because the the crab legs is everybody goes people goes people go hard this is a known thing and people go hard they love those crab i think it's because they're just so big in aesthetic and i think that they also probably have a lot of meat i've never eaten them myself because they're always gone i always (laughs) i i I was tempted but then i reminded myself of where i was i said listen Mm. play it safe on the meats just go for some veggies we're here for a good time with this orange chicken Maybe get some sesame beef in there. We're good. We're yeah. rolling. We're rolling. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't remember the last time I've been to a buffet. Definitely before COVID. Like, yeah. No I, way I, let I me, let me to... tell you. Also, I think we were the only people in there utilizing the hand sanitizer after touching those shared tongs. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I gotta get up on this hand sanitizer. And then Sunday, of course, the bi- the big game, the huge game, the big game, the yeah. big game, snacks galore, pigs in a blanket. <laughs> 
nachos, mm. cheesy dips. Oh, I was eating good. The big eating game was so big this year that I didn't even know it was. <laughs> it was, <Super laughs> it was so Sunday. big that you looked around. Was, and, uh, oh, game, it's today. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, the the big game is uh, <laughs> on a Sunday day. Uh, that I did not know because I went to the Museum of Science instead. I think this but. might be a hot take, but I think I'm a one once a year kind of blue cheese dip kind of guy. <laughs> I think it's a one year once a year policy Wait. for me. I think it's like oh, it's, I don't know what people. Where did are, this come from? I, I think people are too high on buffalo buffalo dip. This and that, mac and cheese, dip, whatever the fuck dip like. It's just yeah. dip, y'all. Let's move on with our what lives. Is, what is the, you already finished the yearly list? You it's can't poly unsaturated fats the up year. the wazoo. What are we doing? I like blue cheese. I'm fine with blue cheese. <laughs> I just don't like. You know what I hate is when you have blue cheese dip, and then you go to ooh dip your maybe like a buffalo tender or something in there, uh-huh. and it's just one big blue cheese chunk in the, yeah. like, the little cup, and you're I like, thought, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Just bite. Like I want it on. I have to smear it with a little uh-huh. like cheese knife now you know what you know this? you know my favorite my least favorite part i should say is you it comes out of the oven or the kitchen or wherever beautiful mm-hmm. steaming amazing you get your first bite in delicious you turn mm-hmm. away and have one 30 second conversation with you know whoever your uncle you turn back mm-hmm. that's just frozen it's a block hard you are never <laughs> getting any more out of that like say good night it's it's mm-hmm. over <laughs> I, i'm going to defend <laughs> blue cheese why so what you go yum 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 no, no more for the rest of the year. As soon as it doesn't flow, I realize that it's just a block of of cheese, it, and then that I, and then are I'm, you sure that maybe this was just you've <laughs> experiencing especially bougie blue cheese or especially bad blue cheese? I think in the middle, it's blue just cheese one of those things where I'm nature you want. I'm just, I'm just one of the. It's like you know when everybody is like, oh man, pork belly. Everyone's like, oh geez, it's the best yeah. thing in the world, and I'm like, it's good. It's definitely good, but yeah. it, you know, people are a little too high on it. People are a little too too big on their britches on blue cheese dip. <laughs> okay, years. I was. I thought you were gonna make the the point that pork belly is like mostly fat, and that's why it's like it's too. I much mean, it's fat. delicious, but like, but yeah. And then I was going to point out that before this thing, you were talking about the full fat Greek yogurt <laughs> that you've been eating, which is like ten percent. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I'm full <laughs> of contradictions. Like I'm willing to pick and choose and tell you exactly what I think is healthy. Pork belly, get it on the list. It's a health get food, it. as far as I'm <laughs> it's concerned. It's nice. It's delicious. It's natural at yeah. this point. That's yeah. what is healthy. It's natural. Here it's from in, an animal. It's from an animal, probably from Segment City. We probably. have the. We both have the nastiest animals and the cleanest animals, the best animals. We also have combo animals. Yeah, we have cockroaches and rats, and we have uh, we, pet shows. We those call those <laughs> cocker rats. They're gross. Yeah, cocker rats. They, they <laughs> crossbreeded. That's how bad it is here. But I'm Will King, Kane, and I'm the king of the cockroaches. Oh, okay. Hey. And I'm Theo Sapakos, and um, I'm going to have to rope off my swimming pool full of blue cheese dressing now that i've taken this firm stance mm, that's gonna have a very chunky very chunky. and this is a, pot, a podcast where we chunk all of our <laughs> things into segments all the good morsels we get from the internet from wikipedia from amazon from all your favorite websites and we put them into segments including uh, a will's stupid thought and this is based off of a review that i uh received okay um Will wait a, a review you received? 
I, okay, it, it is not a rece- it's not a review of me like that that's what it kind of sounded yeah, like so i apologize um this is no this is from foodnetwork.com this is a review of a recipe and the, it's just a screenshot of oh yeah the, okay i don't right. know what the actual base recipe but you get enough context from the review sure two stars well i'm sure this recipe would have been fantastic but i think some people are over inflating their reviews it was edible, sure, but I wouldn't waste my time making it again. I had no broche spelling. Um, <laughs> it was definitely the, brioche. <laughs> or the other bread, so I substitute tortillas. Oh, or tortillas. No, no. <laughs> I said it as like a <laughs> tortillas, like my grandpa would say it, <laughs> which I say jokingly to my girlfriend, but now it's become one of those ironic it's things you that you, slid do, into that you it, actually yeah. do. Yeah. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, which did not soak up the egg mixture. So this is obviously some kind of... <laughs> <This> <laughs> I like, think it was French toast This is toast or brioche something. French toast, and they decided to do it with tortillas. That's fucking gross. Oh. <laughs> as as I, I am a vegan, I couldn't use the eggs Stop. they recommended. Stop. But the, <laughs> but the aquafaba from a can of garbanzo beans Stop. usually works just fine. No. Not here. <laughs> oh, no. Not here. Yeah, that's obvious to anyone with taste buds. Uh, it was so soggy and tasted like canned beans? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> the most undeserved question mark, question mark, question mark that's ever. Yeah, you put fucking beans on there. <laughs> you put the canned beans in there. Come on. It's always worked in the past before. Just the one stop always, shop. Always, always, <laughs> yeah. I always <laughs> just the keep magic loose bullet. bean water on hand. You can know it always works. To really soak in these tortillas. Uh, they, they were not quite as sweetly spiced as I hoped, but I think that was a bit of my own fault. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> no shit. Accidentally right. added a, a shake or two of cumin before realizing it wasn't the nutmeg. <laughs> oh, Whoops. Overall, great recipe, but it just wasn't as good as I'd expected. It's <laughs> no. This feels then, like a troll, but it's but these people. What are we doing? Response. Of course, that's not going to be good when you don't follow the recipe. You need bread. You need eggs. You need to use the right spices. Please don't give a recipe a bad review if you can't no, follow that's a the fact. recipe that's as a it's fact. written. That's a fact. And now here's the question, Theo, because this got me thinking about uh, recipes and the... Yeah. Have you ever heard of the, the ship of the- Theseus yeah, yeah, yeah. thing? Right. If you remove all the planks and or whatever, is it still the ship, right. ship of yeah. Theseus? Um, how... How many parts of recipe can you remove before it stops being that recipe? Well, they, I mean, this has got to be this. This is this, a, this is way beyond the pale, but because they used every literally, they didn't do every any part single, of the recipe, right? Yeah, um, there are but some, it, but with recipes, it's like it feels like there are key ingredients where you can substitute around the edges, but the key ingredients have to remain the same. Mm, I because like if I you're making was, chicken parm and you sub in like a mushroom it's like that's not chicken parm anymore i don't know what to tell you yeah it's it there are certain things that i from a textural and a (laughs) like spice point of view everything was wrong with that everything but it was like the bread was the texture part right like that was the basis i think that was the biggest snafu Yes. Like, that was the immediate thing that I said, this is now untenable. And that's how it starts. <laughs> it's this like is- someone is driving down a road with the intention of getting somewhere. And as they get started, they immediately, immediately, immediately <laughs> turn the wrong way. 
Because there's a lot of recipes that you can, ooh, I could throw in some add peas. You can enhance. This. You can even enhance. Yeah, you can enhance yeah, right. with it. You can add re- things. You could even throw in your own spices. Ooh, let's add a little smoky paprika. Sure. Ooh, let's get me some of that. But this on every single <laughs> level. No cinnamon. No, Mm-mm. for these presumable cumin. French no, cumin. cumin. But to bring it to a more savory space. You know, the, which, funny, th- the funny thing is that they, they strayed so far from delicious breakfast food <laughs> that, they, that they almost wrapped around into like- to, to actually recipe. like Tex-Mex. Like they almost, if they had yeah. instead used like, <laughs> if they had instead used black beans, they would have ended mm. up with eggs. No, they would have ended up with tortillas, black beans, and cumin. And I'm like, hey, that's actually that's something. A that's something. Yeah, that's a recipe. <laughs> so that's a very you almost foibled it up into another, a whole other culinary scheme. Yeah, <laughs> they just didn't have like there's certain they didn't know the. It's not completely like jazz. Some people say that cooking it can be like ooh jazz. Throw some things in. You can really whereas yeah. baking is a science that you have to do on time. With cooking, you can like throw some things in. It's not completely like jazz because it's there no, are some notes that you gotta hit. Well, there it's 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 more like jazz. It's more like jazz that people realize where like with jazz you still have to be in the right key and you still yeah. have to be on tempo. You can't just be making it all up. If but if you're because if this was in, we're, we're, I feel like if we're in a different tempo, then we it, it, it's we could have gotten what we're saying, which is you could have gotten to text mask. Right, 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 right. You right. could have gotten to a different type of, <laughs> but they're like absolutely. <laughs> so I was yeah, I was just thinking about recipes and how like, I, recipes are interesting because I feel like there's a lot of recipes for the same thing. Yeah, like right. cake for example. A lot we of would, cakes. We've yeah. figured out, like, to a certain extent, we have cakes, and now we're just messing with it to texture, You're saying the cakes cakes are solved at this point, is what you're saying. They're solved, and yet people keep adding their own spin to it. Like, cake, we've had cakes for so long, and my, people my, are probably still like, be, this is my cake. My take has got to be that there really only should exist two, two options to vote on a recipe. Either it's okay. five out of five, like... We have like this is the definitive way to make chicken stir fry five Mm. stars or this ain't it zero stars. Get this shit out of here. (laughs) Go find another recipe. All or nothing. You are. And then what happens to these poor recipes that don't make the cut? Do they? I mean, listen, listen. All I'm saying is when (laughs) uh, I'm sorry, but you are going to get the axe. You are (laughs) the weakest link. Goodbye. Boom. Goodbye. All I'm saying is if you're if you are making dinner and you're like, ooh, I'm gonna search up a nice ratatouille recipe, let me quickly yeah. Google that, and you see a four star out of five star review, you're not <laughs> making is, that shit. You're not making this, it. Get that out of here. It goes back to you are now I'm seeing it's a pathological need for quality. High quality. <laughs> if this is hey, not I the opened, best I opened in the this, world. I opened this podcast by saying I ser- <laughs> ser- I sought out this past weekend the shittiest Chinese food I could find. <laughs> specifically. True, but that is a taste in its own right. <laughs> and also I will I will give going back to that for a brief moment. Go to South Station of uh in Boston. Boston and it has yeah. a terrible little food court. Amazing. And it has the best worst food you can get. It's so greasy. It's so bad. But every time I go to PAX East, I'm like, I've been walking around. I need the I oil need. for my joints. Right. I don't know how it works. For my greasy then, gamer thumbs to just slide across those re-grease. gamer sticks. Yeah. Yeah. They, I've, I've deposited my grease on all the controllers right, right, of the right, land. Yeah, right. And now I need to re-grease myself. I need yes. to lube up my fingers. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. But that's sometimes people want that though, and I'm gonna fight back against sometimes your one you recipe to that. rule them all. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'm gonna be honest. Top results for some recipes, I go, I read it, and I go, mm, don't know about that. And mm. then I go to the second result, and I go, oh baby, this is what I want. Maybe slightly, maybe it's four point eight instead of a five star with like three reviews. Oh, see, that's the but, other caveat. I don't trust a five star. You know, oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can't say I want the best of the best, except not no, no, the best I trust, of the best. I trust, of the best. A, fi- I I trust a five star. I trust a five star, but only if it's over a certain threshold. Like you got to have at least five, 10 five star reviews or else I don't believe you. Like okay, six, six five star reviews. That's just you and your friends rating it five stars. I don't believe you. I mean, this gets into I, we could do an entire thing about our reviews. I feel like it's it's like confirmation bias yeah 100%. if you have a good or a bad experience you're more likely as opposed to middling experiences i don't give reviews for like i had a sandwich there it was fine like <laughs> i also blind i also blindly trust reviews and never once have i written a view a review online oh yeah I've so never, i think about that i'm like who are these psychos who have like tons of reviews? <laughs> you have time for this yeah yeah anyways but i anyways. hope that you review my next segment well, which you is why it, I'm you segueing into, your into own my segment. own. I was going to do the segue. I take the reins now. The reins. Oh, my hands are free for once in my life. <laughs> Off now the I, yoke of this burdensome toil. Now it's your reins. Well, well, last week we talked about the debacle that was the M&M, reti- M&M Spokes Candy's <laughs> retirement. And we have further news in this same vein. Mm-hmm. And this comes to us from thetakeout.com. Thank you, as always, to the takeout. And it's entitled, Fox News fell for an A&W Don't. joke about its pantsless mascot. No. <laughs> no. No. Why are they? Now they're. Oh. I, we're, it feels like we're almost going into a new meta phase. Of, cause right. I'm. Right wing, like, because in America, right wing, like, rhetoric has been getting into things like Tucker Girls and them have been a negative in society, uh-huh. in my opinion. Net negative. And now right. I feel like there is a, like, people are starting to troll them. And yeah. I'm like, ooh, baby, that, oh, yeah. And it's that working. They're Freud. biting. They're biting. Yeah, baby. they're, but the, the fact that they bite, like, the, <laughs> that's what makes it even better because it gets on national yeah, TV. All right. So, like, article goes. Whenever a big brand decides to change even one iota of its product, the announcement is likely to spawn some sort of backlash. It's not a question of whether the outrage cycle will occur, but rather how much outrage will ensue. A&W recently posted a tweet and an identical Facebook post since deleted announcing a major change to its bear mascot, Rudy, and one news outlet in particular did not get the joke. You wrote a bit of context. The A&W post was intended to be a cheeky response to Eminem's splashy announcement this week that it would be replacing its iconic spokes candies with new Eminem's brand ambassador, Maya Rudolph. In the below Twitter post, the image card used to display this message is the same brown block of text that Eminem's used, and the A&W begins by swiping Eminem's opening line of, America, let's talk. The language (laughs) of A&W announcement goes on to mimic virtually every sentence from the Eminem statement. Here is said statement, a message from A&W. From at a and W restaurants and, on and Twitter, yeah, we should. This is a and W restaurants, right? Because a and W, yeah, the same. Also does root beers. It's the right? it's the same brand. It is the same brand. Okay. Like, I think that they had the restaurants first, and then they're like, "Well, people like our root beer. Let's also sell that." Uh, I think that's go- that's what they're more. They're known mostly for, now I known. Like. Yeah, I've never been to an A W, but I've certainly had a and W root beer before. I did. I didn't know they had a mascot. 
This I didn't like, either. This is Rudy, Rudy this the Bear. So, this worked bear. so well for them that I learned that they had a <laughs> mascot and a restaurant. Like, right. I learned so, so much about A&W. So if you're missing context on this, we, of course, went over it last week on the podcast. And it is that uh, M&M's retired at Spokes Candies. And there was, uh, there was backlash to it by conservative media. So the A&W <laughs> post goes, America, let's talk. In, since 1963, Rudy the Great Root Beer has been our beloved spokes bear. <laughs> we knew people would notice because he's literally a six-foot-tall bear wearing an orange sweater. But now we get it. Even a mascot's lack of pants can be polarizing. Therefore, we have decided that Rudy will wear jeans going forward. Not to worry, though. He will remain our official spokes bear. After all, he is unbearably cute and impossibly oh. impossible to replace. We are confident Rudy will continue to champion good food and good times for many years to come. Now in denim. I so look forward to the counter quote to that because that was adorable. That was yeah. like a fun little thing. Uh, funny little and bit. these people are going to be like, this six foot tall bear <laughs> needs to be put to justice. <laughs> he needs put on some clothes, you son of a bitch. So yeah, funny gag. However, Fox News took AW's post as an opportunity to wage a culture war. Of course they did. <laughs> of course they did. So quote, first it was M&M's. Now a bear has to wear pants, noted Fox business anchor Cheryl Cassone. This is the woke police. Cancer culture has gone <laughs> ridiculous. Later, however, after all that lamentation, Fox realized in error, clarifying that A&W followed up its original tweet with one that said, is now a good time to mention that this is a joke? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having to make that, like, hey, guys, this was like a very obvious bit. Like, this is definitely a bit, They fucking bit. They got they, him. They bit, they bit I, him. I do love that they, so they just, is that the full story that they just kind of retracted their statement of like, what is A&W doing? Give me one moment because there was more to it and it's not included here. So, okay. Because I'm surprised that the, it took so long for another brand to get on, on this because, or like Tucker Carlson to just be like, you know what? We're going to have a candy war. How about that? We're going to have a weird candy war. <laughs> and everybody's like, he would just be like, what's up with uh, Twizzlers? I love Twizzlers. Do you love Twizzlers? But they're red. That means communism. And do you know what else? All those. I'm trying to come up with. Bits here's, of a, here's another. Here's another quote from the same thing. He's a cartoon. Who is he polarizing? <laughs> Honestly, clearly you. Clearly you. Oh, wait. They said that. They said that. It's a cartoon. Who is this polarizing? Yes. That's <laughs> that's what they said on their news program. Wow. Another another host asked, or another, uh, yeah, another host asked, we're at a point in society where bears got to have pants or somebody's getting triggered? <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I can't wait for Tucko Carlson to just be like, what's next? Twix, but not ribbed for your pleasure? <laughs> what is happening? Oh, are these, are we going oh, to be no. against twins, which everybody oh, loves? Everybody uh, loves the concept yikes. of twins, and now they're going to try to put only one Twix into one package. <laughs> As Austin Powers said, <laughs> twins, Basil, twins. Oh, for fuck's sake. Everybody's getting tilted out here. It's, <laughs> I just, I can't. <laughs> so you know what? That is, that is the online culture at this point. It is. Everybody be getting tilted out here. Yeah. What's up with Everybody's people? getting tilted out here. Hey, everybody. What's the deal? <laughs> 
can we just calm can everybody down? Just calm can down? we like yeah. stop stop trying to be mad about candies? Yeah, and, <laughs> and things of that nature. It's it's kind of it's a spiraling at this point where people are like, okay, let's just grasp for candies. Candies, we got <laughs> those are too sexy. You know that Tucker Carlson probably was just like, this is something that's very important to me, and everybody was like, okay, all right, Tucker, you got the ring. We can't tell him no. Like it's his show. <laughs> it's his show. Yeah. And then he gets on air and he's just like, what's up with these sexy M and M's? And everybody like face bombs. Like, they're just like, god damn it. Like, yeah, no, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I keep looking at my Snickers bar and I keep getting aroused. Is that just me? Is that me or know. is that the liberals? I'm just asking questions here. Who's the, who, who's who else is getting erect? Is it just Oh, it is just me. Uh-oh. Is it just me? Well, I'm glad that uh we're we're canceling this segment as we're going to cancel Beautiful. M&Ms. Please we're canceling W and yeah. one day for some reason Tucker Carlson Carlson won't be canceled or maybe he is I don't know how this works. Yeah, I, can I, you just say I, people are? Like can I just say? <laughs> are we allowed to just cancel him? Is that is that allowed? Because yeah, I can would. Can I just say? Can we just? You're done. Get out of here. I'd love. I'd love to do that. Pack up your gear, <laughs> your little rucksack, and get out of Fox News. But anyway, well, let's go on to a Wikipedia historian. No. Sounds Theo, wonderful. What is your opinion on bridges? Uh, every time you come around, they my London London bridge is falling down. Is that the answer you're looking for? Well, the, I mean, London. Got, I mean, it's not exactly London, but it is in Britain. This is a, a British bridge. Huh? Would I don't you know. Like you, I hear, don't know what you're referring to. I have no. Would you like I have to no hear idea what you're talking about? The Yarmouth suspension bridge. Uh, presumably, there's something interesting about it. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a bridge that spanned the River Bure at Great Yarmouth, Norfolk, Norfolk, um, and it was built in 1829. Okay. So I'm going to uh, just let's get right into the the building of the bridge. Sure. Because we yeah we love bridges. Um, an act of Parliament was passed in 1827 for the construction of bridge over River Bure uh, at Great Yarmouth. The Corey family paid for the bridge to replace a ferry and provide easy access uh, from the town to Marshland, the Vauxhall Pleasure Gardens, and a bowling green owned by the family. The Pleasure Gardens. A Pleasure Gardens. Don't come come in. The gardens are closed. You just have to cross the marshlands (laughs) to get to the Pleasure Garden. Oh no, it looks like the marshlands took your pants on the way to the Pleasure Garden. Oh, I'm just in the bowling league. Do I have to bring my own <laughs> ball and juice? Or I, I think this is probably like uh, cricket or something like that, because this is Britain. Uh, a toll on those crossings would recoup the investment. So it is like they. I think they. That implies that they just wanted the money back for like creating sure. the bridge because it did help them also. Um, the architect for the bridge was Joseph uh, John Scholes of London. He designed a suspension bridge for the two towers in a clear span of 63 feet, uh, which is 19 meters. The span was later increased on site to 86 feet, 26 meters, and the suspension chains increased in length accordingly. Wait, well, can I just time out for a second? Yeah. Since I last talked to you, did you get really into suspension bridges? I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting. No, you. <laughs> I'm waiting for this to get. I'm waiting for this to get. I'm waiting for this to get to the good laughs and goofs because mm-hmm. you know that our our listenership depends on saying good funny things. My boy, that uh, I'm going to bestow upon you a gift. 
a little bit further into this that will, <laughs> okay. any doubts you currently harbor. I'm much like our listeners. I'm, I'm out on a prayer harbor. here. I'm out on a prayer here. Uh, do, do, do. Uh, but it was not thought that schools should was consulted on this matter um, because it would be considered usual to increase the height of the towers to match the length and chains. The bridge was supported by a suspension chain at both edges of the deck, each chain being formed by two sets of 7 uh, inch thick eye bars, which were made a local blacksmith. The sp- suspension chain was tied back to the bank and ran over the tops of two sets of py- pyramidal cast iron towers on piled foundations some 92 feet apart. The chain sagged nine feet between the towers. So the magnitude of this sag was unaltered from the original design, despite the length of the bridge being Um, increased. The magnitude of the sag of the segment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Please save me. (laughs) I need something. The bridge opened for public use on the 23rd of April, 1829. Jedediah! Skulls attended the opening. The first time... I've been in the desert for 40 years... He had attended the site. There's been no goofs, no gaffs. In 1832, the uh, the road from Yarmouth to Acol was routed for the bridge. Uh, the so to, 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 this was had not originally been intended, to, and to provide su- sufficient width for two carriages to pass each other, the bridge was widened uh, by some two feet on each side in 1844. So they keep widening this bridge. Okay, listeners. So you find yourself in a dimly lit tavern. On your <laughs> left is a ranger. And um, so, so what do you do? I'm sorry. Well, you can keep going. I'm just playing D and D with the listeners while we wait for the goofs and gaffs. Oh, I thought you'd be very interested to see the subheading of uh, disaster on the second of May, 1845. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Cook's Royal Circus <laughs> was in Great Yarmouth. And as part of a promotion, it was advertised that a clown named Arthur Nelson. Here we go. We got a circus. We got clowns. Now we're back in business. Now, what do you think this 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 dang clown named Arthur Nelson would do? <laughs> on, this? on the bridge? He's on the bridge? Yeah, he's, it's, he's, it's going to be near the bridge, at least. Okay. What is do you think gonna, this, this is going to do as a promotional stunt? Is he going to jump off the bridge? No, but he is going to do something in the water because he would sail up the river Bure in a wash tub pulled by four geese (laughs) on the 2nd of May, 1845. (laughs) I'm Hans the Goose, and this is my brother Franz the Goose, and we lift. We are absolutely massive, and we can pull him anywhere in the world. Dasher, dancer, prancer, (laughs) honky. (laughs) The last one's name is Honky. Honky, <laughs> I just want to be like my brother's dasher, dancer, and prancer. <laughs> the t- <laughs> so the trick first devised by Dickie Usher in 1809, which is quite a 1809 name, uh, was achieved by having the tub attached to a rowboat by an underwater line. Kind of taken away a little huh. bit of the illusion. A but little bit of magic, yeah. A large crowd assembled in the vicinity from around 5 p.m. to view the feat, which started with the uh, flood tide. <laughs> Would you leave your house nowadays if you heard that a man was trying to swim up a river with some geese? One million percent. Uh-huh. If it was close enough to my home, if I don't, I don't want to travel more than if it's walking distance. Absolutely. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and I think that's probably what this. I think this is probably in popular. Old timey ang- antics are just so fun to me. Also, I love old timey eight like eighteen. <laughs> 
45? Absolutely, I'm going there. Oh, yeah, big time. Big a guy time. in a bathtub with geese, that is like for a guy like me, the only out I would get. Like that's, that's like the only guy season of, five of Stranger me. Things in one afternoon. Incredible. Absolutely. It would be wonderful. Several thousand people viewed the clown from the riverbanks <laughs> and at least 300 in a crowd five to f- four to five deep on the southern footway of the bridge. The crowd concentrated on the southeastern corner of the bridge. Uh, though the bridge was far from full as the carriageway was still passable to carts. So they're still like, it, they weren't taking up the entire bridge with the, sure, sure, sure. Um, they're just off to one side, but they were taking up like more than usual. At around 5.40 p.m., one of the eye bars in the southern suspension chain failed. Oh, Members no. of the crowd witnessed this, but no action seemed to have been taken to evacuate the bridge. <laughs> huh. Okay. Yeah, weird. The second eye bar in that portion of the chain took up the full load for about five minutes before it too failed. Mm-hmm. The south side of the deck fell into the river through the north end ro- uh, remains descended by the surviving chain. And the majority of the crowd uh, were tipped into the water. Oh, no. Which at, this, which at this point was seven feet deep. Children, who formed much of the front rank of, rank of the crowd, were crushed against yikes. the parapet, railing by the, those behind them. Oh, yikes. One child was saved by being swept away by her mother, holding onto her clothes with her teeth. Holy shit. Um, oh, come my on, God. We're going. We're going home. <laughs> oh my god! So she bit on her daughter, like pulled her away. <laughs> so th- this is imagine this sight. Th- just we're, I'm going to take a, a quick a quick sidebar to yeah, just go paint, paint a word picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being on this bridge, seeing a fucking cloud. We got Dasher and Hunker and Francer and Geesem. Normally, there's water in the bathtub, but the bathtub's keeping the water out. Whoa, and there's just like, everyone's clapping and stuff. The kids are having a great time. And uh-huh. then one of the chains like snaps and people go, oh, that seems, um, <laughs> seems fine. Seems uh, fun, right? And then five more minutes, like nobody moves. Like that's for five the, minutes. I feel like I you go, have five hmm, minutes to evacuate. I'm going <laughs> to, five minutes. Uh, and then that just ch- feels uh, like a psychologist, like pay, playing a test, like. Let's give them five minutes and see what happens. If, and we're not going to blame people for not knowing bridges no. mentioned, but it's also like the tragedy of children seeing a clown on a collapsing That's bridge is so it's, it's uh, so it's so like insane and ugh. But, <laughs> but it's for a cloud. Like it's <laughs> it's one of those stories that you go, this is so sad, but also it's so stupid. So stupid. It's so stupid. Uh, anyway, so let's get back to so this woman holding with the teeth. But that's all. It's, <laughs> getting back to it. I, uh, a horse and cart uh, was at a point of crossing when the collapse happened and was saved from falling into the river by the horse backing up in fright. Uh, boats soon arrived on the scene to rescue the victims. The wounded and dead were taken to nearby houses houses and pubs which you can tell it's the uk because they specified <laughs> take that them they to, also take pubs. to the pub i don't know maybe get yeah. some <laughs> get some ale in him uh the union house hotel supplied blankets to the women wounded and lincoln's brewery made quantities quantities of hot water available for hot baths to revive the survivors so this is the community coming together stepping up which is like the nice part of this hey we ever gonna uh, get to find out what happened to the clown <laughs> <laughs> um in all, 79 people were killed in the disaster, Oof. of whom 59 were children. Oh, Jesus. Um, 
Oh, yeah, I'm not going to go into the actual the statistics of that. So it, it was known this was known in Norwich within five minutes of the accident because it was they had telegraphs at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then there's an investigation. Of course. Okay. The coroner inquest was held the next day in a local church hall. The British government commissioned a report by James Walker, past president of the Institution of Civil Engineers. Walker found that Skull's original specifications correctly called for high-quality iron to be used for the I-bars, but failed to specify any testing of the product. He found that the second failure occurred in a joint within the I-bars, each of which had been formed from three separate pieces, two eyes and a bar. The scarf, scarf joint between the components had been imperfectly welded, with the weld covering only one third of the joint surface area. Oh, which is that's not, that's not good. Not <laughs> that's at all. really bad. Um, had the welds been carried out correctly, it was likely that the rods would not have failed. Walker Walker also noted that the rod portion of the eye bars were made of better quality iron than the eyes that the second rod. Then this that the second rod to fail had extended by around an inch under the load imposed. So they they were also like skimping on the iron. Yeah. So do do do. So they they keep having they basically have multiple people have reports about what they think uh, happening and included like they widened the bridge and they didn't add proper like yeah. due diligence for that. They should have like increased the height of the towers and such. This led to. This is apparently one of the largest recorded losses of life in Great Yarmouth, which is a <laughs> very, very specific, but very but yeah, specific I can see that happening. But um, and so they created a, a very nice uh, blue plaque um, on the former Swan Inn, some 100 yards north of the site of the bridge. And so uh, they also have lanterns that they light on the anniversary, which is also nice. And so they they have commemorations for this, but also imagine. Not knowing anything about this bridge, going to Yarmouth and going, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh, nice. what is this? What is Let's this? Go for a nice black? walk, shall Let we? Let me just take a read of this. Uh huh. So there are people on the bridge. What were they uh-huh. on the bridge for? A clown. Oh, Very nice. A clown. Yeah, that's. I like a clown. He was in a bathtub. Oh, that's oh, fun. fun. Is he going down with geese? <laughs> with geese? Oh, fun. And how many children died? Oh no. Oh no! Like, oh no! <laughs> and that's my the roller coaster I went on reading this article the first time that I wanted all of you. It to was be on. it was like like the roller coaster clicking very slowly. It's oh yeah, the first part is just to click it because I didn't want to give away the premise of the clown. The clown part. But anyway, I hope I never want to. You never want to pre, you know, preemptively give away the clown. You never, no, you don't want to give the clown no. away. That's a classic In any good writing. story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good trope. Yeah. But this is, it's like the funny tragedy. Hope. Oh, people come together and maybe a little, like a nice outcome. Oh, also this is like the also, <laughs> memories of, <yeah>. of Lost. <laughs> but anyway, hopefully your next segment will also tickle me. I don't think you're going to want to be tickled tickle, by tickle me, please. One particular character. Oh, no. You oh, want well, to oh, be tickled? Hey, wakey, wakey! I'm going to wake you up by tickling. Oh, <laughs> who's tickling me right now? Oh, that's a cockroach. That's a cockroach on me. Oh, it, oh that's my then, pet. Hey, that's my pet. All right, oh. he's he's more at home here than you. All right, this is his house, not yours. It's so big. It's such a big. <laughs> have you been yeah, feeding it? What have you been feeding? It's some sort of half breed with a rat. I heard. I don't know. 
Oh man, that's <laughs> that's how you get into trouble, or that's how you get uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles. Could be, you know, I'm yeah, willing to try rat, anything rat, for a good sensei. taxidermy <laughs> taxidermy experiment. You know how I am. This, of course, is the taxidermy segment mm-hmm. where I bring Will into the dark to look at some taxidermy and see what we have to find here. Play Hate some bids. Play some bids. Make some good guesses. Play you know, some bids. Just, just a day in the life. I guess. But this is a day in your life. You keep a dragging day in me into my your life. life. <laughs> I have three options for you today, Will. Mm-hmm. Three delicious, wonderful oh, I, options. I finally have a choice in this. I have of course. Some little modicum of choice. Okay. Number one. Going... Mm-hmm. Stripper mouse pole burlesque showgirl no. <laughs> taxidermy all of these curiosities decor. No, 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 no. I'm already. It's the I'm, best thing, Will. It's everything you want. <laughs> I'm feeling you're smiling, and you're also, I can like <laughs> see that you might be sending it. I'm also trapped, trapped in this segment, Will. It's both of oh us. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> okay what's the, I, tell me the other options, please. I know we have to do the one by one, one by one. Of course, okay. That's how we do things here. You don't make the rules; I make the rules. So a sexy, some kind of sexy mouse on a on a pole. I can only yes. imagine it, and my the vomit's already in my mouth. Here's your description. Here's your description. Sit back, relax, and pull out some sweaty dollar bills because Satin is taking the stage, <laughs> and she knows what she's doing. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. That it feels worse to give it a like do the stripper name bit. <laughs> like, the, the like dead mouse would be like this. Her name. What is it doesn't feel respectful quite... particularly to you. Wait, What's what? wrong? I don't understand. You don't think it has any sanctity for this mouse's life? That it would be a stripper. It would uh-huh. just be like, hey, I know you don't understand the concept of like human sexuality and strip clubs and things. But this is real disrespectful. But this is funny. <laughs> this is, we're going to have a great time. You're not going to. It continues. Ugh. She's got on a little thong with tassels, a no. top with tassels, a fascinator, and nothing else. Scandalous. How, how did you make this worse than Amazon erotica? Like the, I thought Amazon erotica was the most uncomfortable segment we have. And you found uh, a way. Scandalous. Toss out <laughs> enough dollar bills and you can take her home tonight. Oh, I no, thank you. I'm actually. Can I pay you to leave? Go somewhere else. You cannot else. pay me to leave. Will I'm sorry to tell you this. The sale ends in mm. seven days and five hours, so you have to act fast. How much? It, how much it, is the buy it now price? Come on. If only I can make time go faster, so that this would no longer be on the internet. Um, I mean, they probably. It sounds like they would have production. They have tassels. They have a pole. Would you like to There's see the picture for your no, reference? No, 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 no. Too late. No. It's being sent over your you're way. You're going to send it anyway. I'm going to send it, of course. And this will Already help you, sh- of course, get a better <laughs> idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the worst one we've had. No. That sounded like your room you were sitting in got, got smoke grenaded. <laughs> Holy shit. Um. <laughs> Wait, what's I'm gonna point out some things. Uh-huh. Um, this looks like it's part of a bigger display that has other better uh, <laughs> taxidermy. Please things. ignore the tax the, the 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 stuff in the background. It's not for there's sale. like there's like a tree house that they. That's modeled. just my and house. Like that's nice. 
But this is so it is a white mouse. Its legs are it looks like it's doing a little it like balancing on its tail like a uh-huh. kangaroo kicking you. Uh-huh. Um one little paw on the pole, which is just I'm gonna say it's not that high quality. Um it has little dollar bills, which is high quality. Uh big sequins, like regular sequins. Love sequence the big sequins. Everyone cre- loves a good sequin. <laughs> that creates like a He-Man um like harness. <laughs> like a power vest, yeah. Power vest with a like it not even a power vest, because that implies like any coverage of the torso. With some it's sort like of iron chains in the middle. Iron Man <laughs> heart in the bejeweled sort of Yeah, and then kind of little uh red tassels on the shoulder, like it's like World of Warcraft Burning Crusade armor. Um, and then also, like, is this supposed to be hair on top, or is that a veil? Like, or, she's a widow. I think this is a black veil. That's all. <laughs> I think. That's <laughs> all. They spent money on the sequence. And by money on the sequence, I mean uh, 10 cents. Uh-huh. I'm going to say that they're going to ask for, based on the rest of the show, $150. Will, you're so close. Really? Oh, I can taste it. $170.99. Call it $171. Oh, my God. Uh, that's so high. That's it's a so lot of money. Fun. That's like, <laughs> How much is a PS5 going for now? I haven't looked at the prices in a while. Well, you could, like, you, could either have th- you could either have three of these or one PS5. Your yeah, choice, What's Will. really the better investment <laughs> for you? One's going to uh, appreciate in value, and one is going to play God of War Ragnarok. Your choice, William. The memories. The memories. <laughs> like, imagine the, the differential of the memories you could have staring at this mouse. Incredible. going on an incredible adventure. No, this, the stories this rat can tell. Incredible. Number two, of course, we need to need to keep going here. We don't need to, but we will. Evil we'll. mouse duck sacrifice black magic <laughs> taxidermy oddities <laughs> curiosities. Whoa, fuck yeah, dude. But Satan is in Satan, the house. dude. Very nice. This is fucking, this is something, this sounds metal, dude. We're sacrificing somebody. Hopefully nobody gets hurt, though. Are this, is this duck okay? Description reads, did this taxidermy duckling's head fall off when it was being shipped to us? Or was it some kind of dark, (laughs) evil ritual of blood magic? Wait, I wasn't. You said that it fell off. Wait, that's way too specific. Is it too specific or is it blood magic? Mm, Maybe that's exactly what happened. Or maybe it's magic. magic. (laughs) We like to think it was the latter. This sorceress little warlock mouse is dabbling in some spooky stuff just in time for <laughs> just in time for Halloween. Ooh, I'm bad, <laughs> but only seasonally. Ooh. I cut off a duck's head, but it was because of <laughs> Halloween. You gotta get those good you gotta get actual eyeballs. What do you mean you just cut the skin off the grapes and then have children? But the, it's not all the eyeballs. It has to be eyeballs. All eyeballs. He's on a black wood base surrounded by real moss and lichen, and he is a has a headless iridescent beetle and a green anole as his familiars. Take this and, truly one-of-a-kind piece home tonight. And real coagulated blood. Do you want do you I, want to see the I picture? Actually, I want to see this because this sounds metal. This sounds interesting. This it's, sounds um, not, dark. not fun for me to look at particularly, but maybe you'll get something out of it, you maybe pervert. Maybe I'll get... <laughs> once again amazon erotica whoa what the fuck it's pretty metal 
This pretty, is pretty metal. Oh, I'm going to say, other than it being really sad that it's a duckling head, like, the, it is kind of cool. It, if they, okay, it look, would be a lot better if they hadn't included the duck's head, is what all I'm saying. Yeah, that's okay. So it is. I'm not one to stars. critique the art, you know, because it's the love of the game. A lot of somebody, passion goes into this. No, somebody went to AC Moore. They got uh, two little pucks of, of like wood or whatever. They got the cheap moss that you get there. Uh-huh. They got a little uh, Warhammer 40K bone altar. And then they just put it. Uh, it's. It looks like a real duckling's head. I think it's a real duckling's head, which fucked. is not my favorite because that's very sad. It's and then like a, a little felt robe for this in like a little skull. Like the rest of it is fun, but it's if it wasn't if it was just blood cauldron, I would like it so much more. Because <laughs> now I see it because I was like, yeah, fucking metal. But now I'm like, oh, oh, kind of the loss of innocence. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, that's not as fun. But I would say I'm going to say for the production value in the life of a duckling, they're going to ask for three hundred and twenty five dollars. Wow. Well, this one's a discount for you for only one hundred and eighty dollars. I hate that. That's only slightly more. Then the, the last one. sequence stripper one. Yes, oh. it's slightly more, but I would much rather have this one and just take the duck head out of it. All right, last one for you today. Taxidermy rat, blue magical rat with butterfly in crystal mossy forest. Ooh, mossy. <laughs> we got crystal a Crystal mossy forest. And he'll send you a little screenshot if you don't mind. It does kind of have a, a dark crystal-y vibe of like, ah, the dog. Oh, never mind. This is awful. <laughs> this one's truly <laughs> terrible. You were saying that. You're the one. That- <laughs> it's not <laughs> fun to look that. at. Holy it's not shit. great. They give oh. more angles on the posting and it just gets worse. They have How a zoom in did- of the head and it's not good. How did they put a regular human smile on a mouse? The mouse smile is a fucking nightmare. This is awful. Okay. For people at home, it is a mouse that is completely like pastel blue. Like uh-huh. that like Easter obnoxious blue with a a beautiful butterfly, like tiny little thing on its wrist. And it has a... It looks like its ears were drawn on by a child. Like, I don't think the ears are, <laughs> like, normal. And it has a smile that isn't, like, because my smile, their mouths go, like, back. This one These, is fully on the front. They have a Wallace and Gromit smile. This is fully Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> like, the, the mouth is, like, or, like, the cheeks are going out. Like, it's so disturbing. And the eyes are, like, beady and just staring and i hate this and i'm gonna say give me money give me money for this (laughs) all right so we've got a description here taxidermy rat blue magical fantasy creature (laughs) in the magical crystal forest Ooh, the fae oh beautiful (laughs) what beautiful magical creatures and also ted oh 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 god (laughs) what's what's, my familiar to butterfly do you want to you guys want to eat things with their mouths around each other? <laughs> what do you think about that? You guys Ugh. think that, uh, you guys think Chuck E. Cheese is, is turning me blue? I eat there a lot. <laughs> I figure he's a rat, I'm a rat. I should be fine, right? 
my dad said that if I ate too much blue cheese, then I would turn blue. But <laughs> I went right. Dude, I think the... that's right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I went straight for the blue slushy machine. Uh, it's I not just swam so in it, dude. This is messed up. I thought my dad just wanted all the blue cheese for himself, but this is bad. <laughs> he said something about a blue about cheese blue. swimming pool. Oh, this God. sucks, dude. <laughs> now we get one of my favorite things, which is a little bit of editorializing about the creator themselves. Okay. I've, I've been having fun playing with colored taxidermy lately. This rat is very blue. He's also adorably chonky. I rewatched okay. the film mm-hmm. Annihilation recently, and it, which inspired me to play with the idea of bending the organic <laughs> no. and non-organic uh, organic materials. Ergo, this rat has a real clear quartz, uh, quartz crystal growing out of him in various what? places all over. Oh, that's even weirder. Oh, I can. Now that you mention it, I can kind of see it. <laughs> As this per- have you seen Annihilation? Do you? Know? No, I have not. It's a sci-fi horror movie. Yeah, like, what that's the what I gathered. <laughs> it has like a bear that has the like a skull face that has the cries of all of its victims. Like it's that kind of bull, Not like great. fucking shit. And it's like I watched Annihilation and I thought it was real swell. And this is what I took away from it. It's like I could see that. I think I read the book of Annihilation, but I did not watch mm. the movie. Yep, I definitely read the book. All right. He's got a synthetic synthetic pink butterfly perched on one arm, and he's standing happily on the forest floor, which is covered with real moss, clear quartz, and amethyst pieces. And one thing I will note about this seller, they also sell a lot of crystals. Okay. Tracks. <laughs> this is somehow the, I feel like a lot of those crystal people are like, you gotta have the flow of nature, man. You gotta really take in nature, but also sometimes you gotta fucking kill them and you gotta Some- stuff them and then you gotta sell them for capitalism, man. Like sometimes you gotta lo- sometimes you really gotta set the mood with some crystals and then you gotta fucking flick on annihilation and crank that yes. shit up. <laughs> Where, what is this Venn diagram? I don't know. Whoever is in this Venn diagram is a psycho. The Venn diagram is money, please. How much money? <laughs> Give me money for death and ideology. I don't know. Spiritualism, but uh, I'm gonna say, is this the money part? Do I have this to? Is money part, please. Uh, I'm gonna. Fourteen watches. Person's will. gonna ask for seventy-five dollars. Oh, not even close. Double it. One forty-nine. Fuck this person. Fuck this person. In <laughs> they in their bad capitalism. I hope they they sell this for two dollars. I hope that they drown in a blue cheese swimming pool. (laughs) Drown (laughs) in a blue cheese swimming pool. The worst fate imaginable. The only fate I could imagine that would be worse is going to Amazon Erotica. Going to the next. I'll leave the segment. (laughs) Going straight to Amazon Erotica from from Taxidermy is a bold move. We have established that they're they're directly next to each other in the shopping mall. So that is, you know, just (laughs) swing right next door. That I get, I go up, 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 up the stairs, and then I uh-huh. just turn the corner into my own shop. Into your own shop. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, anyway, welcome to my porn shop. Oh, fucking <laughs> keep thinking, how did I end up here? All you're doing is falling down the stairs and then being like, how did I wake oh. up? Where, where, where am I? <laughs> what happened? What happened? You fell down the stairs again. No, but I, pr- I promised our audience last time that we would get through the uh, Sinners series. So we're going to just we finish this up. know what happens. 
is by Susan Liberty, who once again, I love that she took a real ass picture of herself and it's the worst picture you could fucking imagine. <laughs> I'm going, I might, I'm, if we have a little bit of time, I might send you a little screenshot of it. Very but, good. But uh, this is the third book. Once again, we went over uh, the last two in our last segment of Amazon Erotical in the last episode, Indeed. where uh, this is a motorcycle club book series that seems to go base itself off of s- single word named people. Them boys and do their love their hogs. Yeah, and they love their hogs on the uh, and only they love their singers club. Yeah, to to the point that this starts off with, "I was a selfish sinner." Ooh, he's uh, <laughs> what is that? Ooh. Aren't all sinners technically selfish? I don't know. I was all over partying hard and living for the brotherhood. A woman and kid weren't in the cards Wait, for me. Please hold, please hold. If you're living for the brotherhood, are you still no. selfish? A woman Imagine. and kid weren't in the cards for me. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. All I'm saying is you're living for the brotherhood. All right. The picture, I, I haven't gone into the, the like actual book covers because they are pretty standard for this <laughs> but this is a guy with very long hair and like extremely muscled and all the tattoos i love when you can tell that they're photoshopped on nice that they fo- <laughs> nice photoshop on there um so anyway <laughs> just come in for the photoshop and they're like well you don't have any tattoos but it's fine we'll fix it in post it's all good he's gotta be a biker hunk so uh, he's gotta have something gotta have some uh, and it's always like crosses and then just like devils. Like it's always yeah, like the similar, right. like they got it from one thing from Shutterstock or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I vowed never to swallow the poison pill. Love. But Wait, also side night. Did this, did this guy just get red pilled? What? <laughs> yeah, I guess he got it. <laughs> this lady wrote a red pilled guy. What an interesting choice. Wow. Wow. Subconsciously, I devoured it as soon as I laid upon my eyes upon a gorgeous, violet-eyed, dark-haired beauty, Jewel. Are people naturally violet-eyed? Violet-eyed. Violet. I've never seen violet violet eyes. My guy, if she's violet-eyed, that 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 there's a vamp, my dude. That's (laughs) That's a vamp, vamp, my dude. That shit's a vamp, my dude. That's a vampire, or that is a survivor of Kadia from Warhammer 40k. Anyway, would you like to see my models? <laughs> I've painted them myself. Listen, Will, you've referenced uh, Warhammer, <laughs> Warhammer 40k, 40K. and World but of Warcraft. You've also referenced World of Warcraft once in this episode, and that's your quota. You have used your quota for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I had three. I, only th- I didn't know I had three. What happens then? Do I go to jail? <laughs> you go, we end the podcast. Oh, we do. <laughs> If we committed to that bit, <laughs> if you ever great. get into the episode, you're like, you're like Warhammer, Warhammer, World of Warcraft. We got to end it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we have to, we have to get into this. Ver- this is probably one of the funniest. Um, I don't know what it means, but I can tell that it's. Uh, I'm just gonna say it. So th- they have perspectives. They in this from Joker. They've they've done this on the last Joker. two words, like the guy, and then it was the girl's perspective. They took they chose Joker. All right. Now I want you to to really ponder over this this phrase that he uses. I knew Jewel was different from the other sweet butts. Oh, <laughs> really? I mean, when it comes to uh, this man, really has a certain je ne sais quoi to him. That he, a sweet butt, get over here. I really was gonna gonna compliment him earlier on using like, oh, she had violet eyes, beautiful, and I was like, oh, he's actually really good at you know. 
just oh, describing like sweet well, butts get over it. sweet butt <laughs> there's there are times that it's and then he just goes into saying she was too intelligent too polished and too beautiful <laughs> but i didn't ask questions and i didn't claim her as mine is this guy secretly dj Khaled? you're beautiful <laughs> you're too beautiful you're accomplished they don't want you to win. <laughs> Do you ever? It sounds like this guy is like a Mormon that a Mormon bad boy, like he's a misogynist Mormon who's just like, "Hey, sweet butts, get over here! I want you to know that you're too intelligent, too polished, and too beautiful, and I'm too intimidated by you." You know, I really think the worst part of being blind was that you could you could get halfway through a conversation with G- DJ Khaled and be like, "Wait a minute." Am I talking to DJ Khaled? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold <laughs> you wouldn't on. know. You wouldn't know going in. You know, like you and I can avoid can avoid a conversation. DJ Khaled? <laughs> yeah, we can avoid him. We can fully avoid him. Why? I like that this has become your anyway. If I can uh, get away from DJ Khaled, because this is a normal thing. It's like getting away from a tiger. Like he's always chasing me down all the time. And he's gonna be in his fucking all of his albums. Secret Colin is is the secret is the secret Hitler. Uh, he keeps knocking on my door and he goes, "Hey Theo, Theo, I'm here." And you're just like DJ Khaled, not DJ again, Khaled, please, not again. Please get your jet ski stuck in another <laughs> down tree. I know you just want to keep winning, but I've had enough winning. We're I'm done with winning. <laughs> I'm done with winning. And apparently, this <laughs> we're we're done with with Joker's is just. Ugh, I don't like this guy because this next sentence I'm, go- <laughs> I'm struggling with. Uh-huh. Bumping uglies was good enough for me, which I'm going to say bumping <sighs> uglies is the worst term for sex that there is. Yeah, just, it's not great. It's not sex great. is a way better term. <laughs> like, just anything. <laughs> it's, it's acknowledging that when you're doing the deed, if you look down, you're like, oh, God, ugly. Oh, oh no, ugly. ugly. It was all shits and giggles until everything went south. A positive pregnancy test. I lost my effing mind. I became a biker jewel feared. My actions, or rather inactions, because like jazz, it's the notes that you don't play, um, (laughs) rained hell down on both of us. I broke the sinner's code. Above all, sinners love and protect our women and children. You know, like all... (laughs) I do love when people are like, we're criminals, but we got a code. But we got we break a code. the law, but we got we but don't we go by the code of law. Now we got our own rules. I paid the ultimate price. A dead son. This is telling us the entire. <laughs> this is wow. There's a lot this of a, plot jammed in here. This is a lot. Uh, Jewel left pony, and I slid further into the flames. I'm Jewel sorry. Left pony is. I'm sorry. What is who's is pony a person? Is pony a pony? <laughs> Are they a Smurf? What's happening? Is this a My Little Pony? <laughs> Uh, and I slid further into the flames of guilt and grief. Now, twenty-one months year, twenty month, twenty-one months later, which is a very specific amount of time, uh, Jewel has returned to Pony, toting a beautiful baby, our second child. It's time to step step up, get sober, and be the man Jewel needs me to be—a sinner who loves and protects his family. There isn't an option. I need to claim them and make them mine. Why is that always a it's fucking always, thing? Of this? It's Every single time, it's always like, I'm going to be there for my family, but it's out of control. Out I'm going to do this out of a pathologic need to control their lives. Do you understand? I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. 
Texas in there. I'm not like the other boys. My uh, next move and how I'm going to make amends <laughs> for all my wrongs is a mystery. I need a player. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And this is from Jewel. Parents will tell their children the boogeyman doesn't exist. <laughs> this is a romance novel, by the all way. Right, all right. He's a figment of their imagination. I know the boogeyman is real. I met him twice. <laughs> I, I know, I know that, I do know that boogeyman is real. I surely <laughs> do. I looked him in the eyes and he told me to validate his barking. And I said, get out of here, boogeyman. <laughs> I said, please, boogeyman, not another one. <laughs> <laughs> and his name was DJ Khaled. And he, oh, no. he can't oh, stop. No, he can't secret Khaled, no. <laughs> I, I do love that she, like, saying I met him twice is very much fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> like, or no, wait, what's the shame fool on me? Fool me once, shame it's, on you. The fact that she saw this person a second time and it immediately didn't like turn around and leave is like, very tell. I was like, oh, I'm gonna give him another chance. He's a living, breathing human monster who sent me running into the arms of the sinners. One look and I fell hard for Joker. He's funny in the most delicious eye candy. He's funny because he's a Joker. A muscled, tatted, tall, blue eyed, blonde biker. Ooh, perfect Aryan. That's what my type is. <laughs> That's oh god. <laughs> Clue in, ladies. A girl can love someone and not want a relationship with them. Sometimes you just want the dick, I guess. Multiple broken bones and numerous scholars will teach a girl that darn quick. So when I turned up pregnant, I was more surprised than Joe. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> he didn't claim us, and that's cool with me. What is this like weird male fantasy or like a woman's version of the male fantasy where it's like, hey, I don't want to put too much pressure on you. Like not too much, but uh, this is a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Uh, though I love Joker, I don't need him. I have more money than a hundred people can spend in a lifetime. What? Wow. <laughs> That's a lot. Pull, okay. I want the backstory there. That's a lot of money. Joker learned my real identity in history after my attacker killed our son. The following events are like looking through an unfocused lens. My best friend, Cookie, told me Joker saved me when I had no desire to be saved. This is the entire plot. And it's also bringing other people's things. It's been two years since Finland's death. Richard Briggs is locked up for life. I've returned to Pony to make a life for Jackie and me. And now Joker is a dagger to my heart. He appears unwell. I can't save him. He wants nothing to do with Jackie or me. The best I can do is stay out of his way. This is 250 pages. What the? <laughs> That's a long one. Yeah. It's a proper book. It's way longer than usual. And now let's get to this. Is a, this goes away from its normal uh, thing of having a one line uh, name for each and going from each perspective. This is Ties That Bind, which is book four of the Sinner series, a little bit shorter. Liam Kincaid is no saint. He's a sinner. Oh, Liam. Geez. I do love when they have to like reiterate the plot of the. We're on book four. You don't need to like. Right, right, <laughs> what, right, right. what audience are you bringing in? Um, the bossiest of all sinners contemplates surrendering forty nine years of bachelorhood to be with his soulmate, Pony. That's Montan really. That's such a weird way to phrase that. Forty nine years of bachelorhood. I gotta. Oh, I just. I, if I give it up now, listen. I'm locked in. It's 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 buying bias at this point. If I give up now, what is it all for? When does he start counting? 
genuinely when to see when do you start counting <laughs> listen 18? my 401 k right? shares vest at 50 years and i'm at 49 <laughs> there we go i have a good i have good prospects that's how I'm, I'm, i was listen, planning I could to get be, a girl i could be set up for life if i just waited out one more year as a bachelor but he he wants to be with his soulmate pony montana's hometown girl sweet rebecca dutton but nothing comes easy for a sinner not even love Oh, jeez. Becca Sutton shied away from men. Colton Yardley, her ex, taught her an unforgettable lesson. Marriage vows mean nothing. (laughs) That's a pretty pretty big lesson. That's a pretty big lesson. Her divorce was final, but with a hitch. The judge ordered Becca to return to South Pleasant, Wyoming, and fulfill her employment contract with Colton's greedy and underhanded father. When Becca and Brody's go missing in Wyoming, Liam risks everything to rescue them. But as Yardley finds out, anyone who screws with the sinners isn't long for the world. We murder people and we like and <laughs> we get really hard off of it. Will Liam succeed before it's too late? Or will he face his greatest fear? Now, what do you think his greatest fear is? Um, it's losing his kindred spirit. Oh, geez. Oh, I couldn't have guessed that But they ended with a oh, question mark, which makes it Losing weirder. his kindred spirit? spirit? <laughs> Love knows no boundaries. It's it's the tie that binds, which is a weirdly, like, sentimental thing to do at <laughs> the end of a series of Veronica. <laughs> but anyway, that's the end of this episode of Segment City. Thanks for sticking with us. And uh, if you want to send us any segments, send it to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Hit up our Twitter, Segment City. Our YouTube is Segment City. And give us ratings. Give us reviews. We'd love to know what you think about the podcast. And we'd sure like would. to, we, we would like to say what we know about a certain somebody. Give what we review. know, what we know about Rachel Robinson is that she's wonderful. She does, us, she does our intro music. She has other music you can find around the web. Thank you, Rachel, as ever. And guess what? It's a me, the boy who has the outro bit. What? Ha ha! Stolen. Uh, were you also going to do IWasPoisoned.com? I was poisoned. I was I poisoned. Was... Of course, we're over in okay. IWasPoisoned.com, and we've got a gem <laughs> for you today. This one comes to you from Walmart Supercenter, McClellan Boulevard, Anniston, Alabama, USA. And it reads, in one breath, no punctuation. Let's see if I can do it. Mm-hmm. Today, only thing different was great value buttermilk frozen waffles that I just bought. Both me and my husband are really sick, and I can't think of anything else, except I know there have been recalls on that type of pancake mix before, but I didn't notice anything on the frozen waffles, but I'm guessing they're made from the same mix. (laughs) (laughs) I've been watching Last of Us, and they say it was through the wheat, and I think I might have zombie disease. (laughs) What do you think, everybody? And they left a comment. I had two for... I had two for breakfast yesterday and I got sick last night. Not trying to be mean, but I threw up twice last night after eating two for breakfast and I microwaved for them for 2.15. I think that could have been the problem. Oh, you didn't cook them thoroughly. That's, yeah, you didn't get all the, the salmon Yeah, but they're not, trying, they're not trying to be mean. That I'm you not know, trying to be mean to this company. Be I've just been be throwing mean. up all day. Wouldn't want to be mean. And we I, thank you, well, listeners, for not being mean. I was going to do, I, I wanted to end on, there's one from Wendy's. Okay, go to Wendy's. Bring me to Wendy's. Son of a Baconator Burger. <laughs> you my son s- of a Baconator Burger. <laughs> my son is shaking cold and vomiting. He's a healthy child, and it hit <laughs> about 14 hours after eating this burger. He's anyway, a don't go to the boy. <laughs> don't go to the son island, of a island called 
uh, British Columbia, Canada, Wendy's. It's a bad place, apparently. But anyway. Don't eat the son of, of the baconator. Come back next week. Son of a baconator. <laughs>